Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Ravenslayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Lady Boy Chi a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. In this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories, we're going to talk about orgasms. <laughs> One of my favorite subjects. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize there's many different types of orgasms. Sometimes it can be very subtle. And unfortunately, we haven't really developed a good l language around sex. But I would like to describe some of them. And I have with me tonight Paul, who's going to be joining me on the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's good to be here tonight with you recording this podcast. I discovered early on that I had, I think being a hermaphrodite, that I had different types of orgasms. Sometimes I've had non-ejaculatory orgasms, more female-type orgasms, and sometimes I'd have regular ejaculatory male orgasms. And then I started exploring anal sex. <laughs> and through anal sex, I had started having prostate gland orgasms. And then I started exploring further and discovered that I could have an orgasm just from nipple play. And Sometimes I'd have full-body orgasms. Other times it'd be more located down in the penis. And just your usual jerk-off orgasm. <laughs> and then orgasms from copulation and all kinds of different orgasms. And one of the things I discovered is that I started exploring tantric sex and even Taoist sexual techniques and some of those produced another whole wide range of orgasms. But I'd like to ask you, what types of orgasms have you experienced? Um, uh, right now I'm exploring, uh, uh, most of my experience has been with uh, regular male ejaculatory orgasms, but as we've worked together, I've realized that those orgasms can have different 
flavors and energies to them and I'm starting to experience something akin to, to orgasm that happens through other types of play and also you know sometimes they coincide with male ejaculatory orgasms and sometimes through other other types of play a lot of the the ones that I'm talking about involve more of my body and they're they're really unique it it is kind of like an energy orgasm ah <laughs> and what activities do you do to achieve those other types of orgasms a, a lot of them involve full body play with the nipples and playing with my um the the taint and the muscle and the pc muscles and doing pc muscle exercises while having sex or while masturbating and also stimulating my nipples and just touching on the body in non-traditional erogenous zones. Yeah. And that can be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. One of the things I learned at a bisexual conference was that you can have an interesting type of orgasm. It's more of an energy orgasm. And basically, to achieve that, it involves some breath work and working with your body's energy centers, as well as flexing and relaxing the PC muscles. And there's different exercises you can do with the PC muscle strip. One of the things I do is I'll do the what's called the lover's breath, where you inhale very deeply, forcing the air in, and you open your throat and sigh the air out. And as you do that, basically I would squeeze either on the inhale and hold it and relax on the exhale, or vice versa. And part of doing that you do that for about 20, 30 minutes of just squeezing and relaxing and doing that deep breathing and rocking the pelvic floor back and forth, like almost like you're thrusting, but very slowly. And doing all three of those things for about 20 minutes, you build up sexual energy in your energy centers through your chakras. And at the end of the 20 to 30 minutes, you do what's called the big draw. And the big draw is where you are laying on your back and you lift your legs up and you clench all your muscles, especially your abdominal muscles and your PC muscles. You take a whole big deep breath and you just hold it for about 20 to 30 seconds. Or if you're good at holding your breath longer, you can go a whole minute. And then you just totally relax and breathe normally. And what happens, it takes some practice to get there for a lot of people. I fortunately have been practicing PC muscle exercises most of my life, my adult life. And so I achieved it the first attempt. But many people didn't experience the orgasm on their first try. And it's a non-ejaculatory energy orgasm. When I did it the first time, it was at a workshop at a bisexual conference. And I was in a room full of about 65 bisexuals. And we all went through this exercise together with the guidance of the workshop leaders. And after the big draw, I started giggling and crying and just felt the energy, whole energy of the whole room as many of the people there went into this energy orgasm together. And it was, it's hard to put into words, but 
I felt this connection with everybody, with the whole world, mm -hmm. with everything in the world. And it's an almost an out-of-body experience. It wasn't quite, but it was verging on that. Mm -hmm. And I just felt this tingly sensation throughout my entire body is incredible and I, like I said it was very emotional I was laughing and crying all at the same time and so were a lot of people in the room <laughs> and so it takes like I say it did t does take some practice and then I came home and tr tried it again a few times and I thought wow this is incredible <laughs> mm. And so with a little practice and really working those sex muscles, you can kind of build them up and build up that erotic energy all through your body. And as you build it up, you don't even, you can do it clo fully clothed when we were at the bi conference. We all had our, all our clothes on. And it was just this most incredible experience. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and you're kind of smiling listening mm -hmm. <laughs> and at some point I want to take you through one of these <laughs> oh, I look forward to it <laughs> I think it would be good then there's other types of orgasms that I've had with partners depending on how many play partners sometimes I'm playing with a man and a woman at the same time and I love when I get to be in the middle. <laughs> Have a boy inside me and be inside a girl. And it's like a whole different kind of experience. Because I've done orgies mm -hmm. where we had group sex. And that can be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But when it's just three of us, it's like my boyfriend is fucking me at the same time fucking my girlfriend through my body and it, you feel that's how the energy feels to me mm -hmm. and it's like all of a sudden his dick extends into my cock and <laughs> and she's feeling both our energies mm -hmm. as we enjoy thrusting and slow movements at first and then working up a rhythm that gets faster and faster mm -hmm. and it's just a whole different kind of experience because not only am I getting prostate stimulation, mm -hmm. I'm also getting stimulation from my cock. And mm -hmm. it's just, I ex the few times I've done it, it's like, it's kind of an interesting phenomenon because as soon as one of us reached orgasm, it kind of sparked it in the other two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it was like, oh, just incredible. Mm. And then I've had orgasms from intense BDSM play, mm -hmm. which can be pretty powerful. And that's where I've had some of my out-of-body orgasmic experience, mm -hmm. where I was just floating above myself, watching as people play me, and just exploded into this kind of, it's more of a spiritual orgasm. Yeah. It's the best way I can put it. And I know you've been pretty close with, with some of the play we've done. Yeah, I was actually going to bring up, um, that reminds me of the experience we had the other week after a really intense scene that you took me through. And then afterwards, you were were masturbating and I was touching you and I felt all of the energy like pouring into me as you were masturbating and then when you had the orgasm it left your body and jumped into mine and I felt well, well actually I had two orgasms I had an ejaculatory mm -hmm. and then it was after that I kept going mm-hmm and then I had that, I think it was during the, the female, female orgasm. That, that, I, that I got it. That was, yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. That was really incredible. I had never experienced anything like that in my life. We often think of sex as just a physical act. But it's also an act that involves our energy. And our bodies 
contain the chakras, which are the energy centers of the body. Mm-hmm. And when we activate them, and we've talked a little bit about the kundalini, the sleeping serpent mm-hmm. within us, and we, we can fully awaken the kundalini, it's amazing the things that can occur. <laughs> mm. Explain a little bit more about how that experience was for you. It was really incredible. One thing I, I think the, the listeners should know is that the BDSM scene that we had done got so intense that it caused me to go into some some muscle spasms because I, I have a mild case of cerebral palsy. And I was already in a really intense uh, physical thing that like felt really weird but I feel like because that was happening I I wasn't really thinking with my brain I was already like really in tune on a different level inside of me mm-hmm. and then I think that that really aided me in uh, just falling in tune with your energy as as you were pleasuring yourself and like really feeling it and I felt it build up and build up and build up and just get more and more intense and more intense and then all of a sudden like I felt my body it starts shaking a little bit and then when you had the orgasm like my like head flew back and like my like I felt my spine tighten up and every muscle was like tingling and vibrating with energy and I felt this like extreme emotional response that was like really happy and giddy and just really mind-blowingly intense it was oh, absolutely I do have incredible very intense orgasms sometimes and that was one of my more intense ones and i think part of what happens because we were doing a bdsm scene is that one of the things that i learned early on about bdsm play is that it's all about people exchanging power, mm-hmm. exchanging energy. Mm-hmm. And when we exchange energy, when the submissive gives the energy up to the dom, mm-hmm. a bonding occurs mm-hmm. and a connection. And it's a very powerful connection. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think about BDSM as it's all about pain, but actually that's more about energy exchange and connection and flying in subspace. Oh, yeah. I kind of think of subspace as a type of orgasm, mm-hmm. actually. It's, it's not like your usual orgasm where you just shoot off and mm-hmm. the fireworks go off. Mm-hmm. But it takes you to this whole different headspace. Oh, yeah. And so I think sometimes when you get into heavy BDSM play like that, oh, damn boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting excited. <laughs> when you get into this kind of heavy play and it gets very intense and you take someone on this journey, I think of the dominant as a type of shaman mm-hmm. taking the submissive on an inward journey into the spirit realm. And you bring them to this place where you can see it. I mean, in their body language, in their face, their expression. And all of a sudden, I'm riding that space when I'm doming. Oh, yeah. And it's an amazing thing, phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And I wish we had a better language for this. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, in our culture, we're so sex negative, we barely talk about sex. Mm -hmm. And when we do, it's very 
on the physical plane for yeah. the most part. Mm-hmm. And we don't talk about the spiritual side of sexuality. And so that's one of the things I like to do on this show is bring some of the spiritual side of sexuality mm-hmm. and how to get there. Mm-hmm. And it's a very amazing, powerful thing. Another exercise that I'm planning to do with you later tonight, if we have time Mm -hmm. after the show, (laughs) is the first part of the Taoist genital massage. Okay. And basically, during a Taoist genital massage, it's not like a regular massage. Mm -hmm. It's more of a spiritual working and an energy working. And one of the things I do when I perform a Taoist genital massage on someone mm-hmm. is we take first connect at an energy level and the way that I was taught to do it you take you stand facing each other and you each place your right hand on the other person's heart mm-hmm. and you place your left hand either on your own genitals or your partner's genitals mm-hmm. depending on the how familiar you are with the person. Mm -hmm. And you want full consent for this. Of course. And then you gaze into each other's eyes and you do the deep breathing that I mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier. And you don't say any words. You just gaze into each other's eyes. And as you inhale, you squeeze your PC muscles together. And in the exhale, you release them and relax. Mm -hmm. Or you can do vice versa, but it's... And you do this for about 15, 20 minutes, just in silence, Mm -hmm. forming that kind of connection, energy Mm -hmm. connection. And you want to maintain eye contact throughout. Mm -hmm. And at first, it seems kind of silly. It's like you kind of feel a little awkward looking at someone's eyes that long. Yeah. But then if you really get into it and really get into the headspace and really form that genital heart connection, Mm -hmm. it creates a whole different kind of experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to go into too much (laughs) detail on because it's a little different for everybody and I don't want to set up false expectations like, oh, if I do this, I'll be able to... Mm -hmm. Because I know that for some people, they feel one set of things, and other mm-hmm. people feel totally different things from this exercise. Yeah. But it can be very, it's a, the beginning of a spiritual journey. Mm. And then I go move into the Taoist genital massage. And I'll be talking more in about the Taoist genital massage in future shows, because mm-hmm. I want to do give it a lot of detail and time Mm -hmm. and there's a Taoist genital massage that's performed on men that's a little different from the genital massage performed on women yeah but they're pretty similar Mm -hmm. but they both start out with this first energy working this connection Mm -hmm. and it creates this kind of openness and trust and bonding that's very deep and very special mm-hmm. <laughs> but any thoughts I well first of all I'm really looking forward to that I remember you had us do that that portion at uh, at a festival that we went to as uh, part of a ritual yeah so I've experienced that and it was really intense when I did it before because I had met that person that mm-hmm. night but it was it was really really in- incredible and I do think that it's an extremely powerful thing that you can share with people yeah what did you experience with that person it was interesting like there was uh an immediate vulnerability that came with it that was unique because you know it was a vulnerability among strangers and at at first it was a a little intimidating it, i could tell we both felt a little 
awkward at first, but as we went into it and we did it more, I could feel a connection between me and this other guy. And it it was really, really bonding and intense. It mm-hmm. was it was really intense. Yeah. With the bonding that occurred, did you feel the energy shift in the space? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely I felt the energy shift in the space. I felt energies that felt, you know, kind of alien to me because they weren't my own. And I felt like I could, like, just immediately, like, empathize with this person, even though I hadn't met them before. Yeah. And I've been running Aphrodite's Temple for pagan festivals and other Burning Man events Mm -hmm. and for the, even for some, a few BDSM gatherings. Mm -hmm. And... When I do these workshops, I'm, I think I'm more in tune with the energy of the whole room mm-hmm. than most of the participants because I'm kind of monitoring it as well as guiding it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I noticed was that there just seemed to be this kind of connection with everybody, mm-hmm. not just the partners with each other, mm-hmm. but there's this whole shift of energy in the uh, entire space where everybody just all of a sudden their faces lit up, their energy shone out, mm-hmm. and it was powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really powerful to be doing things like this in a group, and I think that it helps if you are able to to do uh, exercises like this in a large group of people. But it's also good to do it with your Oh yeah. Part with your partner. Yeah, definitely. Uh, whether I you're poly or mm-hmm. monogamous. Mm-hmm. Try it with your partner. Or and even a close friend. Yeah, or a close friend. It can be very connecting and mm-hmm. bring people to a whole different level of connection mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of the things I've noticed you know in our culture we're so bombarded with violence mm-hmm. too often we're really afraid of intimacy you mentioned it felt very vulnerable to mm-hmm. start this process with somebody mm-hmm. and I think part of it is because we're used to being shown graphic violence on television and oh on yeah. movies and mm-hmm. and we're never shown this level of intimacy mm-hmm. and we're never shown love making and and I mean real love making mm-hmm. not just <laughs> yeah pornography or and nothing mm-hmm. wrong with p- pornography but it doesn't really depict that kind of energy connection between people in yeah. the same way. Yeah, it's definitely. It's more about getting off physically mm-hmm. than really getting into the spiritual side of sexuality. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's uh, fantasy fulfillment, which definitely has its place, but it, you know... That's why everyone makes fun of, like, like the plots of porn because it, you know, the the acting's always terrible and no one <laughs> ever buys it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I find it's kind of interesting because we're not really taught. We all th- say the word orgasm and we think, oh, it's the same thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's there are different types of orgasms, and we're never taught that there are, and how to mm-hmm. achieve them. Yeah, it, th- that reminds me of how you talk about how you had read all about orgasms uh, before you had ever had one. Yeah, understood it on a intellectual book learning level, and thought you knew everything that there was to know about it. Uh-huh. But then when you had one, it was 
Yeah. So <laughs> different than you could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And so, and part of it is, I think, the spiritual and the mental side of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have an orgasm, it's like all these amazing chemicals release in the brain and mm-hmm. it feels so good and you feel such a connection. And I've talked, you know, we did a show a while back on uh, morning affirmations mm-hmm. and raising that good sex energy in the body mm-hmm. and and bringing it almost to the point of no return mm-hmm. and then breathing it and circulating it through the body and and making self-affirming statements and and I think that that's part of what sex is all about is connection and reaching a higher consciousness mm-hmm. and especially the spiritual sexuality mm-hmm. and so part of doing that is bringing things together in new ways and experiencing new things I've actually done some workshops in Temple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a few that will always kind of resort to just regular copulation, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah. But it's more, out th- I think, out of habit or out of maybe a fear of the spiritual side. Because, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I know a lot of guys especially have this attitude of, Oh, if if I'm gonna get all worked up, I want to come. You know, I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have an ejaculation. Uh huh. And I say, no. The point in this is not to ejaculate. It's to raise mm-hmm. that energy and circulate it. Yeah. Uh, or at least not at first. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes people just jump in and go, "Oh, screw it! I'm gonna." <laughs> <laughs> it feels too good. <laughs> But if you take the patience and time and really explore this, it's incredible where you can go with it. Mm-hmm. A while back, we did a, a day-long scene where oh, yeah. we edged an orgasm for about, oh, from what, one or two in the afternoon until about 9.30. Yeah. And I was staying very close mm-hmm. to the edge. The ex- whole time. The whole time. Mm-hmm. And it, it resulted in a very powerful mm-hmm. orgasm. In fact, I had multiple ejaculations. Oh, yeah. And that can be a whole different kind of orgasm, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lucky to kind of share as the observer of this. Okay. Uh, what my uh, what my observations were about well it. how it felt and what the S- energy felt like or S- so the it was really interesting how it kind of developed throughout the day because we started off very slow intentionally building up things slowly and focusing more on the like non-erogenous zones of the body and you know slowly building up the energy more and more until it was until we got you right to the edge and then kept you at the edge and in the beginning the energy felt it it felt almost like you know, a symphony that develops over a long time and it has different movements. And the first movement was kind of quiet and light with light woodwinds and and stuff like that, uh, and like kind of pastoral. And then the, the the next part, like you get a little more of the like deeper energy that like comes and you you get the deep strings and and things like that and then the next movement there the brass came in and it like built up stronger and stronger but then at that point then we started like building up and then pulling back and then building up and then pulling back and like I it was 
like a roller coaster that I was riding with you going up and down and up and down and sometimes it would be a slow progress up and up and up and up and up and then kind of kept at a level for a while and then like dramatically back down for a little while and sometimes it was kind of like uh, you know we had just brought you down and then we'd go up again real fast and then down again real fast and then like up and down and up and down like over and over like real fast uh, so like like it felt like this interesting roller coaster and like riding that energy wave with you was really incredible and feeling all of like the the like passion and lots of complex emotions and you know also there were times where I was uh, I was pleasuring myself while you were pleasuring me and then there were times that I was pleasuring you and it was just so many different kinds of feelings going on at the same time. It, it was absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. And part of what we did was we brought each other very close to the mm -hmm. point of no return. Mm -hmm. And then we... I've been practicing this for a long time, so I can kind of stay there for a while. Mm -hmm. And then I have to bring it back down and circulate it in the body mm -hmm. and, and bring it back up. And mm -hmm. and it does become almost like a, a dance or a, a musical performance mm -hmm. in a way, except it's all with sex energy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then and when the time comes, you have this amazing, mind-blowing orgasm. We work the energy and... At the end, it just resulted in this multiple ejaculation on my part. Mm -hmm. And I know you had a pretty amazing oh, I did. experience. I did. It was, it, it, it was really amazing. And I felt like because you had built up so much energy before I started, like I was definitely like riding on the coattails of your sexual energy in it and it felt so powerful and I I felt th that I had the ability to to really edge a lot more than I normally can and I was able to circulate the energy much better than I, I typically can and it it was really amazing and you know i would like to say one thing about it. it physically if you really did a long time like i did and then i worked up to it for a few days beforehand yeah and did some practices solo first and kept myself from ejaculating for mm -hmm. about a week before doing mm -hmm. it and one of the physical effects of that is that my balls were swollen oh yeah <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can attest to that fact. <laughs> they were quite larger. And then when I came, it was a lot of fluid. It wasn't just in the balls. It was also the prostate mm -hmm. band where the fluids were building up. And Yeah, but I, I know that uh, towards the end, like, I could feel, like, through your balls, like, I could feel that they not not only were they swollen but there was a lot in there oh yeah it it felt kind of soupy actually <laughs> but I'd say that to warn i mean not warn but let people know that mm -hmm. if you try this and you do swell up a little bit don't be alarmed it's and they do hurt a little bit not mm -hmm. real bad mm -hmm. i think just the pain of such intense pleasure without release uh -huh. hurts even more <laughs> mm -hmm. if you know what I mean it's a type of torture that's oh yeah amazing <laughs> but well worth the effort I mean mm -hmm. it's what I call the super orgasms <laughs> mm -hmm. 
and they can be so intensive and amazing when you build that energy and starting out I would try it for a few hours not way in advance and build up to it it's something you want to kind of gradually work up to if you want to do a really long week-long kind of building session Mm -hmm. it can be very hard to do that it takes a lot of self-discipline and Mm -hmm. saying okay i'm gonna hold off till the one of the things i tell myself hold off it'll be worth it Mm -hmm. i know it would feel good now but it'll feel really awesome if you hold off Mm -hmm. (laughs) And telling myself that, it, it helps the process, I think. Or at least for me, it does. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of the techniques I learned that, you know, if you just... Because everything in your body is screaming for an orgasm. Mm-hmm. But by denying it for a little longer and a little longer, it kind of builds that energy in your body that <laughs> circulates it through your whole mm-hmm. body. And not only did I had multiple ejaculations that, through that experience, but I had full body orgasms, mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing. <laughs> mm. So try edging the orgasm and see where it takes you. It will make such a huge difference in the quality of the orgasm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any thoughts? So, like, that that's one of the things that's really interesting and ab- about learning about the different kinds of orgasms that you can have, that I didn't start experiencing anything other than the standard, what I thought of as what an orgasm was until you started having me do exercises where I wasn't allowed to to come for a certain amount of time when you start not doing what you are used to and going outside your comfort level that's when you can discover new parts of yourself and I would like to clarify this works for both males and females it's a little different with females because sometimes if they go too long building the energy, they go through a complete energy drop, sexually speaking. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a little bit more finesse and working with it to really achieve that for some women. Now, some women do it quite well and naturally and and can edge that orgasm and take it to incredible heights, mm-hmm. too. But I think it's a matter of practice. It's not something you can just try it once and go, oh, I achieved it. (laughs) You may not the first couple of times, but practice it and give it a try and see where it can take you. It opens up a whole new experience in sexuality. (laughs) And I think that brings up an important thing to keep in mind when you are exploring your sexuality is just because something doesn't work the first time doesn't mean it will never work. Exactly. Uh, it I'm takes rem- practice. <laughs> I remember the first time I made love with a woman mm-hmm. and it, it was great, but it was looking back on it, I realized, oh, I've learned a lot since then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's through the practice and learning and learning new techniques and new ways to pleasure a woman and yourself, that you become much better at it. Mm -hmm. And so from my first experience, which was awesome, it's just taken off from there. And then I've had experiences that weren't so great, (laughs) Mm -hmm. where people were uh, a little too, uh, how can I say, rough in the wrong ways. So it takes that timing and practice and learning each other's bodies because mm-hmm. we're all wired a little differently. Yeah. I, I And that also brings up another interesting thing is that I think that you'll find when you start having different partners that there are different things that 
work better with other partners. You may have tried something in the past and n not really liked it, but maybe with the, a new partner, they will either have a technique that is different or they'll just understand the the mechanics of it better than your other partner and you find that this and, uh, thing that you thought that you didn't really like might be one of your favorite things and also we go through hormonal changes mm -hmm. throughout the month and other chemical changes in our body and mm -hmm. so maybe not just the with another partner but with the same partner something you did on Monday night mm -hmm. that didn't feel so great mm -hmm. works so awesomely on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It can change. But I think that's where communication is so important. Oh, yeah. And talking to your partners mm -hmm. and showing them what you enjoy and, and exploring new things with your partner. Mm -hmm. And by exploring... And trying out new things. I remember one time I had a very special experience with a woman. She put a blindfold on me and then slowly took on all my clothes. And then she got different sensory toys. And I didn't, had no idea which one, what she was using on me until afterwards. Mm -hmm. And she started playing my body with all kinds of things like a feather, she rolled a pine cone gently on my skin. Mm. She used a glove with a leather glove on me. Mm. She used all different kinds of sensory toys mm -hmm. and even soaked cotton balls in a different oils. Like mm -hmm. she had some spearmint and some uh, different scents that she would place under my nose from time to time and she just did this kind of orchestra of sensations mm. and she rang little bells and mm -hmm. did little tinkly things and at one point she took a mouthful of s we I'd put my champagne bottle in the freezer and let it get kind of almost like a slurpee or something mm -hmm. or an icy and she'd take a mouthful of it and then go down on my cock orally. Mm. And uh, without knowing that was coming, it was an amazing experience. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I was blindfolded. I had no idea what she was doing next. Mm -hmm. And mm. so you can do these different kinds of play scenes that can be amazing since, you know, our whole bodies are wired for touch and when we become erotically charged we receive touch very differently than yeah. when we're not erotically charged mm -hmm. it gets back to raising the kundalini awakening it and within ourselves and when it gets fully awakened it's amazing where you can go with these different exercises mm. and experience whole new things and whole new types of orgasms. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then afterwards, we made love for a couple of hours. It's just mm. amazing. <laughs> mm. But any last thoughts on, or other thoughts about orgasms? Um, I don't have any last thoughts right now. Oh, okay. Well, I would like to jump in and say that for females, because I think it'd be good to clarify, mm -hmm. uh, in her book, Deborah Sundahl wrote a book called Female Ejaculation in the G-Spot. That's it. Mm -hmm. The name of the book. But she identifies three types of orgasms women have. Mm -hmm. They can have an orgasm from clitoral stimulation. Mm -hmm. They can have an orgasm from G-spot stimulation, which mm -hmm. is basically the female prostate gland. Mm -hmm. And then from deep, heavy thrusting, they can have what's called a uterine orgasm. Mm -hmm. And both the uterine 
Well, the uterine orgasm can be a squirting orgasm or it may not be. Mm-hmm. The uh, G-spot orgasm is definitely a squirting orgasm. Mm-hmm. And then the clitoral orgasm is a non-ejaculatory orgasm. So even for women, there's different types of orgasms they can have. And women tend to be better at having the fuller body orgasms mm-hmm. because part of the way women's bodies are wired, or most women, I hate to speak in general generalizations, but mm-hmm. for a lot of women, and it may be due to culturation, it may be due to physiological differences, mm-hmm. or whatever the difference is, mm-hmm. but they tend to need a lot more whole body experience than mm-hmm. just to awaken the kundalini and to really awaken those good feelings down there mm-hmm. before they get into sex. And for a lot of men, they can just instantly get hard and go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think a lot of times men are kind of conditioned just to get it off real quick. But if you take your time and explore new things and build this energy, mm-hmm. men can learn how to have full body mm-hmm. orgasms and can learn how to have non-ejaculatory multiple orgasms. Mm. And it can be incredible where you can go with this stuff. So with those thoughts, Go and play with yourself, (laughs) enjoy, explore, and learn about some new types of orgasms. Have a good night and enjoy those nocturnal emissions. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me and developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual.